welcome to Boss and the Brewer, episode number 47. Hendo's going to come online here in a minute. So today we've got just updates on the regular kind of weird shit we talk about. Um, a couple of news items, nothing too crazy. We've got the Colonial Brewing changing their name, which is kind of the big news of the week so far. We record on a Wednesday, so you never know. But um, that's the big one, I think. Um, a couple of other smaller stories and a few fan questions. So we'll let the boss man in right now and see what he's up to. See if he's turned his light on, which would probably be the first time if I, if I can see him when his camera turns on. Oh, there you go. Uh, you? A little bit dark. I know. I thought I'd turn it up. Here we go. Oh, one more. There we go. That's what sort of, better. What sort of settings is, does the thing have? What do you mean? Well, like it seems to be so many options for your light, like different darkness and lightness. And oh no, I'm not adjusting the light. I'm adjusting the exposure on the camera. Okay, and so so what sort of options do you have there? Exposure. It's like up and down. Yeah, <laughs> and mm -hmm. I can change the field of view so I can go right in or I can go Ooh. right out like that. Oh, okay. There you go. Look at but that. But you don't really want to see my printer or anything like that, all the muck on my desk. So well, as long as we can see the spatula, we're good. Oh, this is a zoom thing here as well, so I can go zoom. What do you what do you actually like? Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay, wait up. There's, there's a picture of the episode. Hang on. <laughs> All right. There we go. We've got the photo for the episode. Brilliant. <laughs> that was a 495% zoom. Wow. Oh, let's go out of it. Um, what what are you physically playing with at the moment? And I, I, that came out wrong, but you know what I mean. Are you <laughs> I... <laughs> oh my god! Um, is it is it like software? I've never used an external camera. I don't, like, is it software or no, is it's it... not a it's not a oh it's a I've got a Logitech Brio as my webcam because I'm I've got a desktop PC because it does all the power for all the video processing and all that sort of stuff. I see. Right? And then the the Logitech, are you pressing buttons on the thing or are you just there's like... a there's an app, that, an app, that, okay, that little helper app that you do all the things with it. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm interested. Mean, mean to zoom into my mouth 45%. But hey, here we are. Well, you got the option, so you did it. That's right. You got a beer? You, you got, got a, a sponsored shirt got a on beer. by the looks of it. Uh this is not Lee gave this to me years and years ago. Years ago. I was, I was actually looking at some old photos from like five years ago. It's a bit bit worn, bit I might need a new one for next winter. That's but... you mustn't have brewed in it if it's still pitch black. What's that brood in it? It's just got a fluff all over it. How have you managed to not get something on there that's going to turn it into something other than black? What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. There's all kinds of shit chemicals and stuff that brewers get on their black shirts that yeah, ruin them after them, one use. None, none of them dye your clothes, though. Unless you've got the bloody chlorine bleach out if you're one of those brewers. Yeah, it just looks like... Or maybe your cam, it just looks like brand new. Might be camera. Might be the My camera. face looks yeah. brand new as well. Yeah, not so much. Especially not at 500%. <laughs> I got a beer. I was at, I was uh, Indies. Uh, Cut off today was for dropping off beers for the Indies today. Oh, yes. And um, so I, I, I dropped in at the brew lab and filled up some kegs of beer and then... Um, Went out to Chill Logistics out in uh, beautiful Yatla 
and ran into Reese from Four Hearts, and he said, "Oh, I've got some beer for you." And so he gave me this, gave me a four pack, but this is the one that I'm going to drink now. Very nice. Which is the Supermodel Australian Pale Ale at three and a half percent. That dude's a legend. Do you know what I was thinking? Bloody oath he is. You know what I was thinking the other day? And I wrote it on a post-it note here. We need a Queensland style of craft beer. Okay. What do you got in mind? If you were gonna have a if you were gonna have a Queensland style of craft beer, look how fucking that glass is. I mean, it seems like we've got we've got one right there, three and a half percent. Easy drinking. Well, what, what? well, that's one criteria. Definitely three and a half percent. Um, smells great, by the way. Um, have to be a lager. Yeah, it had to be owned by a multinational corporation. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm talking about an ind- independent <laughs> okay. All right. beer. And um, so three and a half percent have to be a lager, and something would un- uniquely make it. Queensland. Well, it doesn't have to, I suppose, but it's a just red, a style a red lager. that's meant not so good for the warmer months. Anyway, no. And... You, have you got a have you got a beer? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so wait, you don't have an idea here, or are you just suggesting we need one? Is that is that is that what's where this is going? Oh, it'd be nice if there was. But you don't have a specific pitch. No. No. Okay. Well, it's just lots of things go in one ear and out the other in Hendo World. Yeah, and, I thought you were going um, somewhere with it, like a Grzitski or. No, it'd be no, no, no. I'm, I'm, it'd be nice to a, a nice to have. You know what I mean? A very uniquely Queensland style of beer. Mm. Pacific like, Ale is pretty you uniquely have, to, like... to. It's not Queensland, but it's kind of it's kind of I suppose uniquely to the East Coast. Would you say what's that Pacific what's that? Ale? Well, yeah, pac- yeah, Pacific Ale is, but you know that's New South Wales, bro. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, but you know, it's um, if you could have New Zealand Pilsner and West Coast IPA and something, it's a style. We're going to invent a style of beer. Well, that's what we tried to do when we started with Beach House. <laughs> it didn't it didn't work particularly well, but we kind of thought. Why it... is that? Because people didn't like it. No, people liked it. It, it, it mm. won the trophy. It was it was a beer people liked, but it just wasn't a style of beer anyone drunk. That's what I meant. Yeah. Pretty tough like, to get people you know, to drink a new style of and beer. And I don't mean I, I, that sounded a bit rude. People didn't like it, but I mean it wasn't something that that gelled with the punters and stuff like that. People didn't, yeah. People didn't know what it was. It's um, not many brands have been able to invent a whole new style of beer. No kind of pack ale and not Cold much IPA. else. What's that? Cold IPA. Oh, but that hasn't really taken off, has it? Like, like what's like a, a beer that a lot of people drink that's been sort of invented by an indie brewer? Pacquiao's almost the only one. Yeah, pretty much. I suppose Coopers. XBA, like XBA was a different spin on an existing beer, but, it, you know. Coop, Cooper's, Cooper's Pale yeah. and Cooper's Sparkling are uniquely Australian style of beer. Yeah, but how long how long ago since they made they invented that? Long fucking time. Mm, yeah. Not easy. Not easy. Um, what do you got to drink? I've got. I thought I'd have this one because it is technically a sponsored beer because it came. Oh, when sweet! Brewdog gave me those beers. Uh, um, you want to tell people who are audio only what it is? Yeah, it says made lovingly by Brewdog Brewing Australia. Born on the banks of the Brisbane River, four percent brown snake ginger beer. 
Yeah, sick. Is that so? That is that um, just a Brisbane beer? They make it out of Brisbane, yeah. No, but the the Brown Snake brand. I don't know anything about ginger beer. That's like a colloquial name for the Brisbane River. Yes. No, I knew that, but is this is this beer right here in my hand, the Brown Snake ginger beer? Mm-hmm. Is this a beer that they had before they had a brewery in Brisbane, or is this just no. one they brew? For it Brisbane? was that that's for for Brisbane. By Brisbane. Interesting. Okay, there you go. Unfortunately, it's about five months old because they gave us these sponsored beers like five months ago, and I haven't drunk it because I I don't drink ginger beer, but I'm about to. Oh man, ginger beer is awesome. One of the fastest growing categories, apparently. Thinking of doing one, especially no, because we do the cider. Oh yeah, ginger cider. Um, but yeah, apparently in Queensland and WA, just exploding. It's sick. I love um what's that one that's uh the really spicy one, Old Jamaica or something like that? Is that the name of it? When I um attempted home brewing as a kid extremely unsuccessfully, I used to make ginger beer. And it was disgusting. Mm. This is delicious. Super ginger. Old Jamaica. It's that really alcohol, uh, that alcoholic ginger beer that you get that comes in the bottle. What is that one? I really, really like. Like the real old, the real old one no, that you back in the day. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Royal Jamaican. Okay. There you go. That's spicy as. It's really good. This is delicious. Why don't I drink ginger beer? I should drink this all the time. Because it, it's it excellent. Like soft drink. Yeah, that's that's it, and it gets you best. Okay, well, <laughs> let's go look at the standos here. I see. I don't. They don't even put the standos on here. That's God. You guys. You gotta, that's illegal. You guys got to get get your head around the rules here. There's so many rules being broken. Like this is a uppercase M. There's no stand. There's uh, no standos. Come on. I mean, it's written there. Standos. But it, it, it's written there, but there's no stando icon. See that? No stando logo. No, it's no stango. <laughs> Right, 1.2 standos. So there you go. Uh, this is had, very good, by the way. Good. Nice very and fresh. Good. Um, We're not going live tonight, so we're just trying to do yeah. a tight podcast. Yeah, that's the um, way. Yeah, I, 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 thought, I thought it was a little bit of a distraction, and I just wanted to try it to see what the numbers look like. And then if it works well with a podcast weekly, not live, we can think up a specific thing to do live in kind of like a short burst, maybe. Yeah. Or a special yeah. event. Special like event. Amazon or something. Yeah. Yeah. So apologies if you like us going live, but there you go. That's the idea. Um, we've still got our competition going for Behemoth too. So I wanted to mention that oh, before yeah. we started. But that nothing's changed on that. I got, I got an email saying there. Um, I'm sort of going to be notified if anything happens. And oh, because you signed up for the thing, oh. I signed up, and they're they're opted in. Thing says a thousand and thirty six people have opted in. Wow! So I think it's like three hundred and fifty when we looked at it. So I don't know that that I suppose potentially could be good, but I don't really look at that side or know what is good and what's not good. But maybe next week, mm. if they launch, we'll know whether or not I get the first success at our over and under competition. Are you gonna give it a bit of a? What is it? Put some. What's that? Put some, put your money down. Put some schmackaroos down. No, well, our, so the deal is, 
We're going to do this over and under thing. Fuck, I didn't think for one for this week. Damn it. We could, though. We're going to do the over and under thing 10 times, and whoever wins at the end buys the other person a Dixon Flano. But we're going to, we're going to have to think of 10 of these things. Yep. So during – I haven't thought of one for today. Pretty sure between now and the end of the year, there's going to be 10 more fucking crowdfunding. Well, it could be crowdfunding. It could be anything. It just could be predi- – predictions for indies could be – that could oh, be that's good. a good idea. Yeah, we, we can, can do, do that. Do that we today. can do that next week because we can put that to the twelve as well. Okay. All right. Well, um, over under prediction for indies. Um, you know, predictions for the indies around uh, trophy winners. And... Yeah, that kind of stuff. And if we think of one during this show, we'll we'll do it now as well. Uh, all right. Uh, scooter and Danchin update before we. Before uh, we can I just topics? make a bit of a comment about the Danchin? Yeah. You, you, that's not how you spell Danchin. D-A-N-S-H-U-N. Okay, wait, let me try again. Not Danskin. Is that better? Danchin. Yeah, that's, that's it. D-A-N-S-I-O-N. Danchin. Yeah, I don't know why I called it Danchin. But also, I didn't think you looked at these show notes, so it was more just you know. Of course, more... I look at the show notes. <laughs> How do I know what we're talking about next? <laughs> I just ask you, and you answer. <laughs> oh, you've you actually added to it. You've added to you it. Said... Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, how's the scooter going? Okay, so here's what happened with the scooter this week. You know how I've got the engine from the Honda Lead, yeah, bit the Honda, and then I've got the the Honda today. Right, and I was going to put the Honda Lead engine in the frame for the Honda today, and I decided against doing that. So my next, because I don't know how to do wiring and stuff, but I don't know how to do engines and stuff. So the plan was was to pull the head and the cylinder off the lead and throw it onto the today crankcase if it lined up. Yeah, and so I pulled both of them off and went to put the head on, and it didn't fit inside the crankcase. So yeah. the lead engine. Has to go now. Okay. So basically, I put it all back together. Um, I, one thing I did notice is that the guy, the guy that I bought it off, put the big ball kit on 125 cc big ball kit, and it hasn't been started. It is pristine, brand new. So you're trying to sell this so, thing already, aren't you? Absolutely. If anyone wants to buy a <laughs> uh, a Honda a Honda lead engine with 125 cc big ball kit, hasn't even been started. Hit me up. All right. I'm all ears. Anyway, so that was really interesting pulling an engine apart because I never really pulled an engine part apart before like that, let alone two at the How same time. How small are these engines? Like are they they're kind of like this or well the engine is actually the piston up and down bit. There's just one one cylinder. Forward. Single cylinder. Yeah. And then it's also the CVT transmission mm. and the rear axle. It's all considered to be the engine. Oh, okay. So, th- so there's no oh. kind of gearbox. No, it's a constant velocity transmission. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, um, that's a whole topic for another another time. And so, um, but they're all based on a platform called the GY6 platform, which was invented by Honda, but the Chinese just go and make clone stuff around it. And um, and so basically, um, so I have to, so I cut. There's nothing I can do with that Honda lead engine, so I've got to put it. I'll put it on. Tree or something like that, and uh, we're back on Facebook Marketplace. Or marketplace, something. it'll fly. And uh, I've never sold anything on Marketplace before. I'm, oh, really? It's going to be an interesting experience. 
Um, anyway, so um, you're going to get like 50 messages saying, "Is it still available?" I feel like. Yeah, that's all right. Just buy the thing. I'll get my money back. It'll be fine. Um, and so, um, um, so I've got on my other screen here behind me. I found a big bore kit for the 50cc. Really, really cheap, and it comes with like the big bore kit, lumpy cam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. You need yeah. a lumpy cam. You do. You do. Yeah, it's for the talk. Yeah, and then and can you hear that? Did you help the noise of the thing. Or? Yeah, well, it's got a, it comes with an exhaust. Okay. Yeah. And a big coil, so you get a big spark, so you get a big bang. Okay. Um, and um, all the bits that I need, and it was really really cheap. So, and so I just bought a hand? bunch of stuff off. No, no, this is off uh, Ali Alibaba, AliExpress. AliExpress. Wow. So it comes out of China, and um, and I just bought some stuff. For the for the today off AliExpress, it only took three weeks for it to arrive, so it's a little bit slow. It's got to come from China. the The prices of the stuff is cheap, but the freight's pretty expensive. Mm. This is pretty good, and so I think I'm going to buy that. How does the big bore kit like? How, how does it, I, my understanding of boring out a cylinder is you're you're physically boring out the cylinder. That's right. Yes. So how how does the big bore kit do that? Well, you take your old cylinder. Yeah. Right. And you chuck it out and you get a new one and it just slots in over those four big long bolts. Oh, so it's not like case. a block. It's like a block? That's the crankcase. That's the bottom of the cylinder. Okay. Yeah, that's called the crankcase in a little engine like that. Interesting. So there's not like a – because like a car engine, you have a block and the cylinders are like yes. in the block, right? No, that's right. But with yeah. these engines, the cylinders – It's actually are, just a cylinder. Come off the crankcase. Oh, wow. And you can just swap them out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and change the head out really easy. It's It took 20 minutes to pull this engine apart. It wasn't that hard at all, though. That's cool. Putting it out together a little bit different. I should have taken photos of putting the bloody thing apart. But anyway. Um, so does the... it have a does it have like a computer or just a carby or something? No. Or... Uh, it's got a little CDI box, carburetor. Yeah. Yeah. So no no fuel injection. But it's got a carburetor and... Um, spark um, plug and... Spark plug and... Where she goes, coil and away it goes. Nice. Really, really simple. Yeah, really simple. So, what kind of what kind of horsepower are you going to be working with once you get that thing up and boogie? Three and a, three and a half, three point five horse, or as they call it in Germany, Breuder Stroker. Okay, <laughs> that's right. what they call it in Germany. That's great. So how? So how? So you think this thing is going to be what zero to one hundred and what like fifteen seconds? One hundred and fifteen seconds. <laughs> zero to one. Really? No. What's like? No. Oh, there we go. Third starker. Yeah. What was the question? That's too busy. I want to know the zero to one hundred. Well, zero to zero to sixty because it's not going to go one hundred, is it? Yeah, zero to sixty. Mm, probably about 30 seconds. Really? Actually 30 seconds? Yeah. Okay. So you need, you need a big, a big ball kit. That's as big as you can get. Wow. 50 mil, 50 mil um, cylinder uh, piston size, biggest you can get. Wow. Okay. Um, so that's just the way it is. Mm. So the, of- um, so the next, so basically, once the big bore kit is in, I'll put the scooter back together. I'll get it roadworthy and all that sort of stuff. Get it, get it back on the road. And then what you do is you tune the 
um, transmission. So basically, you can change the weight. So at the front, driven pulley, you've got it's basically it's a belt belted pulley in mm. the, in there, right? And the front is the uh, driving pulley, and that's got a thing called a variator, which makes the which sort of goes apart and comes together um, as the speed goes up and that sort of thing. Nice. And then the rear is the driven pulley, and that's got a big contra spring in it, and so the fast that goes. Um, the um, the more the belt goes in. So if Smaller. you if you think about yeah. a ten speed bike, right? Yeah, you've yeah. got you've you've got the cogs on the pedal, and the mm. bigger the cog on the pedal, the faster you go. But it, you need to put more effort in. Yeah, and then with the with the back of the uh, with on the back wheel, all right? That's your driven pulley, basically. The the bigger it is, the slower you go, but the more torque you get. Mm. And the smaller it is. So basically what it does is like it starts with big on uh, a small on the front and big on the back. So maximum torque. And then it sort of swaps as you go faster. What are these things made out of? How does it change size? Well, on the on the driving pulley, it's got it's got a variator. So basically yeah. it's this cone-shaped thing with some uh roller weights in it. And so the centrifugal force makes the rollers go out, which change which moves <laughs> the thing in and out. Yeah, and then on the on the back, there's a big contra spring, really really stiff spring, about yay long, about yay wide, and that sort of thing. And the more that gets yanked on, the 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 um, no, the the um the further it pulls apart. Oh, I and see. Therefore, and therefore the the belt goes down, get becomes smaller at the back. Yeah, right. That's crazy. Fascinating. It's a Fascinating. cool idea. And well, it's all it's all passes. Hey? It's all manual. There's no there's no technology, there's no computer or anything no computer. doing anything. All mechanical. All mechanical. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Do you get but CV CVT transmission on car works the same way. Yeah. Do you get it on bikes, like on push bikes? I don't know if that would work, mate. Hmm. Because the whole idea of a CVT, right? It constant velocity. Which means that the engine is always running at a constant velocity. So it's the same revs all the time. So the basically. revs is always the same. Yeah. 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 It's the torque that changes. And that's what changes the gear that, you know, the gear that you're in. And that's mm. Well, at least if you're having a drag race, you're not going to lose time changing gears when you're racing some guy. You know what no, I mean? It's the ultimate quick shift, mate. Yeah. It's good. And also the, the sheer number of gears that I've got, it's infinite, unlimited. Infinite. Speaking of gears, mm -hmm. we've been we've been asked, and this I was I was going to bring this up because it's one of the only a very few questions we've got this week. But we've had a, a request for an F one update because yeah. we talked about having an F one segment, and we just stopped. No, but your your prediction on Mazepin coming back in the F one was bullshit. It was bullshit. Yeah, I, I tend to see things on Twitter, and I don't really pay attention to whether or not they're true. Yeah, Twitter's a bit of a dumpster fire, mate. Just, it is. Uh, it's a shit so. show. I just don't believe it's still running. So what is still happening then with with that the seat? Ricardo's not coming seat. back next year. Well, they went to the contract CRB, the contract recognition board about Piastri's contract between yeah. Alpine and McLaren, and they ruled that Alpine didn't have a contract. Yeah, and they let it expire. So McLaren picked him up, yeah. and um, you know some of the stuff that Mark Webber, who's Piastri's manager. It said, you know, it said, we said to you several times, you've made a promise, 
put it on paper, we'll sign it. And then for like eight months, they, did, they didn't put anything on paper. And in the end, they just went, fuck it, we're going. So, Isn't that unbelievable? It's a massive balls up from Alpine. Crazy. I think what they were trying to do, I heard on a podcast that what they were trying to do is put him, send him off to keep him on the books, wait till the last minute, send him off to Williams next year. Mm -hmm. Because, and keep, I guess, Fernando for an, or who's the other, who's the other guy? Uh, But no, but Alonso already, had Alonso stepped down before that Piastri fiasco? That was the reason why the Piastri fiasco yeah. started. So, yeah, anyway, I think they were going to try and keep him for another year, send him off to Williams for a year, and then yes. get him back. But they've already had him on the sidelines for a year, and I think he's just going, fuck that. Like, I'm, I'm potentially one of the best drivers in the world. I'll be driving an F1 car next year. If it's not this one, yes. I'll drive another one. Yeah, that's right. And, and Mark Webber's obviously gone to McLaren. Hey, want a piece of this guy? He's won everything. Well, the thing is, right, is that if if Alonso didn't pull the pin on Alpine to go to um, uh, Aston Martin, right, then none of this would have happened, right? But Piastri probably would have bailed anyways because if 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 Alonso had decided to stay, um, then that would have been Piastri as the reserve driver for Alpine for another year or two years. That's yeah, but he, but he wouldn't, yeah, he, he wouldn't want to do that though, right? No, that's right. So he was probably out the door anyway, to be fair. Yeah, well, yeah. Or he would have gone to Williams for a year, which he definitely wouldn't want to do because he's potentially no, they, one of the... Alpine don't send anyone to Williams. It's only Mercedes drivers. Well, I don't know. Williams. I don't know. That, 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 that was the discussion. I don't know. Sometimes they make deals. You they know, like deals. sometimes the teams like swap drivers because it suits both teams. Yeah. I don't know. But, but either way... So either way, they're they're short of a driver for next year. Yeah, and Ricardo's short of a drive, but there's still no talk of him going there. So no, and that's going to be the interesting one because what's he going to do? What's Ricardo going to do? Well, did you see the bit during the week during the um, Dutch Grand Prix? He was caught on on uh, camera saying he's having next year off and he'll be back in 24. Good on him. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's not young. He's not young enough to be having a year off. I suppose he is. Alonso had like five years off and came back and he was like 90 and he's still awesome. 92. Yeah. It's a bummer though. Well, maybe maybe that's what we can do. Who's who's going to be the... We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to keep gambling. We're going to get to 10. Well, who's going to get who's gonna get the Alpine seat? That's the... Uh, I think yeah. that's the next bet. Yeah. Who's going to get the Alpine seat? And my money is still on Ricardo getting... getting really? Going. All right. What about this Herter guy? This Colton Herto, has he come from F- some uh, IndyCar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might got a Haas. Or, or Gasly's the other one too. Gasly might one. get it, yes. Alpha Tower. He doesn't yeah. like that. Him and Ocon don't like each other, though. This is too confusing. I don't want to do that. I don't know enough about these drivers. I reckon we should just do Ricardo driving in F1 next year, yes or no. And if we think differently, that could be one of the bets. You I think yes? yes? Okay, yes. I, I think no. Okay, that's the that's the bet. Writing this shit down. Audio. And watch me spell it right. Well done. And that bugs me because he's awesome. But anyway, there it is. Mm. Let's get to the that news, was the, mate. There was the no, no, Danchen. Oh, Danchen. Yeah, no, Danchen. Well, Danchen's looking pretty good. I went. I walked through there yesterday. 
Um, the front is looking pretty good. The driveway's done. Stove's in, but the oven isn't. The stairs are done. The carpet's done. The floors are done. Yeah, right. Getting pretty close. But I'm moving out of this house that I'm in now in four weeks' time. I think you'd be right, mate. It's going to be close. It's going to be yeah. tight. Yeah. Might be a couple of nights uh, in the office, but maybe yeah. Well, it's almost it's all. I don't own a lot of stuff, but it's still a fair bit of shit. So that's that's going to be a bit nerve wracking. But um, yeah, it's looking good so far. No major issues with Metricom. Looking good. Even if they went bust tomorrow, I think you could probably finish that off. Yeah, my house is basically done, and and you don't you kind of don't pay the final invoice till the end, so it's. I'm not worried about that. I'll be more worried about them going bust for everyone else it would impact. Mm. But um, it's nice because every stage you look at it and like this isn't a house I've designed from scratch. It's a house you pick out of a catalogue and then you change every aspect of it in the hope that it'll kind of look and feel nice. So it's nice to see it coming together and um, it looks cool, I think. Mm. I think it's going to look good. Yeah. So yeah. Look, look forward to it, mate. Exciting. And it's got a fucking huge study. So I got, I'm going to get this kind of setup you got here going. Absolutely. The study is gigantic. I don't, I don't really, actually really even know how I'm going to make it look good because it's a it's a very big room. But mm -hmm. maybe you can give me a hand. This room's tiny. You just got to make it look big. Well, no, but tiny is good because you can just kind of, you can just have the whole thing in the shelf and that looks like a good picture. Like I'm just going to have a tiny desk in this huge space. It's going to be strange. Mm, fair enough. But um. Yeah. At least Good. I'll have room to do my podcast instead of the kitchen table. Excellent. Call it the podcast room. Yeah, it's a podcast room. All right. News. Colonial Brewing Co. rebrands to... CB Co. That's what it is, is it? CB Co. That's how they pronounce it. Okay. They had a video. I watched the video on Instagram or something today. Okay. And there was... Uh, what's his name? Was... Uh... That Lawrence Dowd, who got on there and said and was saying, oh, we're going to call ourselves CB Co. Good on him. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, it's been around, like, the old Colonial Brewing Co. was around, like, shit, when I was living in Perth, you know, in 2004, I think it was, when, when they opened down at Margaret River. And they had the brew pub down at Margaret River. And I remember some of the beers. They had, like, Dr. Quick's Pale Ale and all these Quirky name beers, a very, very different company now. Mm. You know, 17, 18 years later or something like that. And um, um, it's great. I think it's good. Call yourself CB Co. Beers are still the same. Beers are good. Had a few, I was there the other week, had a ball. Had a, at the original one? No, no. Port Melbourne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. For the David Cryer event. That's right. Yeah. And, um, the beers were great. Really enjoyed the um, the porter. I don't drink a lot of. I never got to try the tropical lager. It's on that picture there. Did I? I like the look of that tro tropical lager can. That green, sexy. Yeah, um, by the way, yeah. I'm having to pour this again because I'm. I don't think this glass is quite as big as a schooner. Mm. Are we go on there again. No, we're not going. On. <laughs> Do you know what I taught someone the other day? Or someone who, like, I, I showed someone something the other day and they just went, oh, my God, I can't believe you can do that. You know was how you me? got, like... Was it you pouring the tin out of the... That was that episode last sideways. week. Sideways. Was that sideways? That was me, Hendo. Was week. that you? Yes. 
Sorry. <laughs> I'm so absent-minded. I, I, I still didn't do it. I thought you just did it. No, no, I didn't. I'll do it right now. Oh, it's too late now because it's basically empty. That's amazing. <laughs> and your schooner's glass is full. And my schooner's glass is full, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This this one's an interesting one. I, I just kind of feel bad in a way because, like, could you just imagine being in that position where you started a brand, it's called something, and then people don't want to buy it because of what it's been called for the longest time? And you kind of feel like you have to change the name, but what the fuck do you change it to? You know what I mean? Like colonial is an easy word to say. It's a name that everyone knows. Yeah, but they were doing this. This transition has been going on for two years. And pretty much all the beers have already been transitioned to the new logo before they even announced it. Yeah, that's not a um, easy thing to do. I think the, um, it's just not an easy thing to do. But I think the way that they've done it, Right, is they, 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 they acknowledged the issue. Um, they said we're going to change, but we've got to put it to, um, you know, our stakeholders and consumers and um, our customers and all that sort of stuff. They actually went and made the change, right? And and all but com- they they actually completed it a yeah. long time ago. Then they announced it. Yeah, well, it's good. Remember when um, Weight Watchers rebranded to WW? WWE? No, just WW because I don't know, because Weight Watchers was. Remember when the WWE was WWF? Isn't there two different ones? Uh, WWF is the World Wildlife Foundation. So they've got the logo with the panda. Brilliant. And it's about protecting like wildlife. But then there's the Wrestling World Wrestling, Worldwide World Wrestling Federation. And then they got into a legal art dispute with the World Wildlife Fund. And so they had to change to World World Wrestling and Entertainment. Nice. i got to get into wrestling, eh? I'm pretty keen to get into it. I used to watch it a lot. Have you been to see it, see it live? No, but did, you went to the Moondog oh, one, didn't so you? Far. I've done the Moondog one twice, but I've actually seen WWE live Uh once in Perth and twice in London, and fuck, it's funny. I reckon so it would funny. be. It's like if you're in Melbourne for Good Beer Week next year, I'll buy a ticket to the wrestling at Moondog. It's hilarious. You will laugh so much. I'm keen. It, it looks cool. It looks fun. So funny. I'm down. Um, it's and just drink just beers like they're not even touching the side. It's so good. Um, so the this is the thing. So with the CB Co thing, right? Yeah. And I looked on the Weight Watchers website to see what they had because they because they have. If you go to Weight Watchers now, it's it's called WW. It was called WW for a while because they didn't want to focus on weight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's WW Weight Watchers. And now when you go there, it's just WW Weight Watchers, which is kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I suspect it has a lot to do with the fact that having like an acronym or like an initialism is it's really fucking hard to pull that off. Like it's really hard to have a brand name that is a, an acronym that isn't actually a word because brands and products and things that people attach themselves to need to be, they kind of need to fit into a sentence. They need to be like, you know, 
they need to be something that people can say to another person and remember easily. And when it's an acronym that isn't a word, it's it's really quite hard to do that. Yeah. I think. So I think I think CB, it's CBK is fine though. Yeah. I think it I think it'll be hard. I think it'll be hard to for people to attach themselves to that as much as an easy sounding word. Do you not think? Yes. Well, Yes, do you know what I find really weird though? So I'm looking at the can of CBCO Tropical Lager and then on the little lip part up the ridge part up the top the angled bit, it says CBCO Brewing. Yeah. So then that raises the question, what does the CB stand for? Well, that's because not- if it was Colonial yeah. Brewing Company, then it might be Colonial Brewing company brewing like atm machine it's taught it's taught Automatic teller machine machine yes so what does cb stand for it's that's tautology. asking the real questions oh so you think that might have it might actually not stand for that and i've thought of something else for it to stand for yeah um what do you think you will you will say to someone like i could i could be way off but if you if you go into a bar and ask for that beer pale ale from or an ipa like what will you ask for will you ask for a colonial ipa do you think oh what would i ask for yeah if you saw it on tap oh i i'd say cb co from here on in yeah but if you didn't know about any of this and you just saw it what and you looked at it what what would you say cb co because there's nothing there that says colonial the only people who know colonial those who know already established with and know the brand i honestly looked at that Five times before I said CBCO because I was looking at CBC, CBCO. Mm-hmm. It wasn't obvious to me that that word. You you don't like change? No, like I explained to you, I, I don't find change a problem. But when it's not actually a word, it's really hard to remember and really hard yeah, to put enough. into a sentence. Well, I guess some thoughts gone into it, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. We 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 should gamble over under. No, we can't. It's really like do that. um, you know, when um, when um, like kaiju had to change your name. It's not like that though, because kaiju is a word and it's easy to remember. This is, no, but they weren't always called kaiju though. No, no, no. I know, but what I'm saying is, it's not that it's not the changing of the name that's a problem. It's oh, it's building like a it's brand an acronym that doesn't mean an acronym. That's not a, like an acronym is an acronym is like a word afterwards, like you know, like NATO or NASA or something. Yes. that's easy to remember because it's a word. Yes. But like an initialism, you know, like ABC or CBCO is not a word. So you I can't you'll get you can't used. really easily get, say it. I think you'll get used to it. You think so? Mm. Yeah. I mean, like IBM is an example, but there's not many. Mm. I guess my point is there's not many. It's it's a hard mm. thing to attach yourself to. Yeah. Like Aldi. No, but Aldi's a word. See, that's like a proper acronym. Is it an acronym or is it a portmanteau? If it forms like a proper word, it's a proper acronym. And it's a, it's a, it's a word. Like Aldi's okay, a word. What do the, the letters ALDI stand for then? It doesn't matter what they stand for. It matters how they sound. Ah. Because if it was, you know, ALDQ, what you could say Adidas? it as a word. Adidas is a portmanteau as well. But Adidas is also an acronym and not an initialism because Adidas is a word. On its own, 
CB code will never be a word on its own. No. Needs another vowel. So it makes it makes it I, th- I think a lot more challenging as mm. a brand. Yeah, fair enough. Not saying it won't work. I'm just saying I think it makes it hard. Yeah. Um, I like to look at the can though, and the, and the website looks cool. I'm just on the website now, but it's, it's, oh, I need to have a look at the website. It said, um, if you go to Google, it says Colonial Brewing, but then when you click on it, they've got a new domain, cbco.beer. Website's pretty sexy. Oh, well, that's weird. Um, I went to cbco.com.au, and guess where I got taken? Colonial Building Company. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. Well, I shit you not. You know what my first thought when I saw this name change was like, oh. does that mean does that mean they're going to change like that colonial style of building because that's like uh, a thing as well? Yeah. What's their bloody website then? You don't need to know the website. You just need to know Google. Just go to Google and put in Colonial Brewing, and the rest will look after itself. <sighs> but it's cbco.beer. Oh, okay, cool. You know they're bringing out .au domain names where you don't even need the .com? See. Could just be cbco.au. cbco.beer. There you go. cbco.beer, yep. cbco Brewing. Their sours are really good. Yeah. It is CBCO Brewing. That's that's the that's the thing. Yeah. CBCO Brewing. Yeah, yeah. Small Owl's good as well. Um the Porter. Robust Porter. Chef's kiss. We should get some CBCO sponsorship. Good stuff. Good good stuff. Um, all right. News item number two. What do you got? Uh, so, yeah, so this one I saw twice. I saw when the IBA sent out their communication with some words in it, and then Bruise News put something up yesterday. Um, but it's on topic of what we talked about before. So the IBA launched yes. a brewer immigration drive. Basically, it's on the topic of brewing is not on one of the skills that the federal government will allow people in on a skilled workers visa. And That's the right. IBA are trying to add it to the list because we've got a skills shortage and there's a lot of people around the world that know how to brew. So that's good. Uh, to a point, and usually what happens with each of these um, um, vocations, when they put it on the skilled migration list, there's a certain, it's either a point system or a certain number of people per year that they let in under the under that um particular trade and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and we, we certainly need to get some skilled migrants in to backfill the demand that we've got for brewers, particularly senior brewers and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, um, but um, uh, as long as that doesn't go over the top and, and you know, put, put um, um, you know, stop brewers from, progressing their career or, um, um, you know, put, put um, you know, we, I mean, we certainly need wages growth in this country, but um, not put too much downward pressure, you know, on mm. wages and that sort of thing. Um, I think in the mix, we certainly need the diversity, nothing, nothing wrong with it, but I think in balance with, with training and upskilling of, of, of the existing workforce and that sort of thing. 
good. Yeah, but so, but is this actually happening though? Because it kind of just says. Well, so the, you know how this all came about. Why it's in the news this week is because they had the jobs conference thing in right. Canberra. Yeah, and they right. made some announcements about twenty five thousand new workers or something, right? Coming. Yeah, in. something like that. And so I think it sounds to me like obviously a bit of a schmooze fest. Yeah. And um, they get there and go and bloody, um, you know, everyone puts their case and maybe the IBA were, IBA were there. Yeah, well, it says um, we're not the only ones with quite a long line of industry shortages across various sectors, particularly yeah. hospitality. Um, that's not, It's not really news until it's successful though, right? We'll see. It's going to take them bloody ages. To They're at the conference, but it's news when that it is actually on the mm. list. What do you got there, mate? You're quite excited about something. I am excited. I was um, at um, Tawong Village the other day and going down the Travelator and they just opened a new vintage cellars in there or they refurbished the vintage cellars that was in there. Oh, yeah, the one right at the bottom? Of the... Yeah, the right at the bottom. It's yeah, still yeah, there? Yeah. That's awesome. Bloody hell, they just re- they shut up for like three months. Now it's reopened. And it's it's been there forever. It's exactly the fucking same. Anyway, I'm going down. I could see across over the top of the vintage cellars there through the door of the fridge, and I could see through the glass door actually in the cold room a whole bunch of German beers, a whole bunch of um, uh, Weinstefana beers and all that sort of stuff. Went, nice. It's going to be so cheap. Anyways, I go in there. And they had this amazing range of um, German beers. So I pulled out uh, today. I've got the uh, Hofbrau um, uh, Hefeweiss beer. Photo taken. So I think I need to – now I'm no Cicerone. (laughs) I think I need to roll this bottle. Oh, no. Okay. Do I? I I don't know. I've got to get the the yeast up. So there you go. Just give it a bit of a roll. All right, and I need a bottle opener. Oh, it's one in my pocket. I might get a beer as well while you're doing that. You keep entertaining our, anyway, our um, audio stream. I've got my uh, my Black Ops bloody bottle opener here. Now, hopefully, I don't gush this bloody beer. Beautiful. And uh, naturally, I'm no Cicerone, so I've got no idea how to pour a, uh, a beer. Mind you, I do have my certified beer server. Never used it though. Oh, that smells lovely. That smells absolutely lovely. Look at that. Look at that. That looks great, doesn't it? That looks good. It smells amazing. This kind of beer's good, too, aren't they? Because there's kind of no chance it's not going to. It's not going to matter if it's a week old. Or a year old, it's just oh. gonna be solid. Oh, it's so good. Wheat beers are so oh man, that's so much banana coming out the wazoo there. Wish well, I maybe we need to beer. get on the wheat train for the, the kind of Aussie wheat ale thing they're doing for Queensland. Three and a half percent wheat. Mm. Not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, Great Northern practically tastes like a wheat beer. There's so much banana in it. Yeah. We could turn it up to eleven. What about we just we just do like lots of corn and we could just name it after that corn song. Just call it It's Corn. You know okay. the, corn, the corn song? What's the you, corn song? You're not all, not all over that? 
Uh, you mean corn the band? No, I don't mean corn the band. I mean the viral kid talking about corn. And I made it into a song. Really? I spend too much time on TikTok, don't I? Mm. All right. Well, after this episode, how, how do I bring it up? If I bring it up only, I'd be able to see it, right? If I bring it up, will the audio come screen. through on the thing? It won't. If, if you share your screen and then tick the, click the button that says share your audio. That's too fucking hard. Then, and no, then I'll probably get in trouble from YouTube from stealing. Okay. But will you hear it? Yeah. If you click the bloody tick box that says play audio, you can always edit that shit out for YouTube. It's currently. <laughs> Come on, just show us. All right, wait, all right. Share screen. All right. Oh, I don't even know what I'm sharing here. Um, Google Chrome unknown. I, I mean, this is just, this could be anything. Allow Zoom open preferences. Come on, dude. Security. Too hard. Simply too hard. Fair enough, then. Um, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Quit and reopen. No, I can't quit and reopen. What are you talking about? No, I can't quit and reopen. That um, that can't happen. Anyway, I'm gonna. Put, I'll put in the show notes. That's what I'll do here. I'm gonna. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll just take this out. Why don't you put the send me the link and I'll have a look at it. Oh shit! <laughs> now I can't hear anything. Can you hear anything? Can you hear? Me? I can hear. No, I can't I hear can't YouTube. Hear you. Fuck. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. And he says I'm bad. Can you hear the YouTube thing? No. Damn it. Why don't you send me the link? I will. Let me make sure this is the right one, though. <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> I fucking hope this is the right video. Right, Are you right. listening to it? Yeah. Because I, ca I can't hear anything and it's not funny. <laughs> All right. Wait, do you so want you me to share your screen? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Do it. Do okay, it. you need to give me permission to share my screen. fuck's sake. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Mm -hmm. You need to click me, the home. <laughs> you need to click me over in participants. I got you. And then it's got more... And then you go allow, or you do the security thing and say allow participants to share screen. Yeah, I think I need to do that. Security, share screen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, send it. Now you're going to get like five minutes of. Oh ads. wait, sorry, I got to do the. Oh, here we uh, go. Yeah, yeah. I got to do the share sound. And then we're going to get kicked off YouTube. Right one. To copy someone else's. Did I share the right screen? I don't even know. I got AliExpress. I did. There was corn there for a bit, and then there was AliExpress. Now there's you. Okay. How's that? There we go. Brilliant. That's it. Are you ready? Do it. That was my scooter parts, by the way. Yeah. You hear it? Yep. For me, I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn.
So this was just like an interview. Okay, this is a longer version of the one I've seen. Oh, the corn dance. You need to get this dude to sell your scooter big ball kit. Anything else you want to say about corn before we go? Yeah. What? <laughs> so like that was that was like that was just like an interview oh with just some kidneys saying all this shit. Oh my god, that was hilarious. So that's what um, we gotta do. A beer called it's corn. You wanna know what's funny? Like I had dinner just before. Guess what I had? Corn. Yeah. Right. It's a beautiful thing. It I was know. corn-tastic. It's really good. <laughs> I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. <laughs> corn on the barbecue is sick. It's fucking delicious. It's yeah. really good. I make this thing where I get butter and some salt and some chili flakes, and then I get the silicon brush and I brush it while I'm cooking it. Nice. On the uh, Weber. It's bloody amazing. Well, next time you do it, try and do it without saying, it's corn. It's corn. <laughs> it's going to be hard. <laughs> Right. Oh, oh fuck! Where do we? Where are we up to? Okay, right, Who cares? So this one, I have no idea anything about this, but I, I was I heard on Bruce News that Chuck Hahn retires from Lion, and now I just put it in our show notes because that's the level of research oh. we do for this show. Um, yeah, I knew that. I saw that this week. Um, was there, sort of, there been anything, friends, uh, anything said about this? Uh, no, I think uh, I I spoke to Chuck a bit earlier this year. I ran into him. And he said he, he he said that this this was the year he was going to retire and that sort of thing. So it was good on him. Like he's oh, fucking seventy. He's like what late seventies? Seventy-five, mate. Is he really seventy-five? Yeah, he's seventy-five years old, That's or something amazing. like that. He's 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 pretty pretty. He's up there, but he deserves to go and retire, man. Yeah. Um, I think he's just gonna swim. Celebrates 50 years in brewing last, what are we, yeah, last year. That's pretty bold. And, and you've got to think about, the, you know, a person who's been a massive influence on the Australian brewing industry, uh, Chuck Hahn. You know, he doesn't have a bloody Wikipedia entry. That's a that's a shame, isn't it? We should start one. Well, I know, no, Hahn Brewery does. But, yeah, um, but not Chuck himself. Not Chuck himself. Yeah, he should. I don't know anything about Wikipedia. Can we do that? Let's, let's do it. Anyone can do it. It's Wikipedia. Do it. That can be a funny story about Wikipedia. 
I was hoping for a more funny story about Chuck Hahn, but yeah, sure. So, is there no Han Premium? Han Premium. I want to have a look at. So, what I want you to do is, I want you to go up onto Wikipedia, and I want you to go look. I want you to search for hop varieties on Wikipedia. I don't know if this is still there. Let's have a look. All right, I did it. What am I looking for? Hop varieties. I'm here. Okay, let's have a look here. So go down to go down to Australian hop varieties. I don't think there is really. Right. And you'll see there's Australian hop variety called Furca Francaise. I can see that. All right. Ever, <laughs> heard, of a hop variety, <laughs> ever heard of a hop variety called Furca Francaise? I have not. No, that's because I fucking put it there 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how wait, funny it is? Why did right, you do this? So, well, about 10 years ago. I was having a beer um, with, um, I was working at Otway at the time, right? (laughs) It's so fucking dumb. I can't believe I'm revealing this now. It's hilarious. Anyway, so we're having a beer uh, with Luke Scott from, we were working at Otway at the time, and the guy who uh, bred the Amarillo hop, right? And so, (laughs) and we were at the tap house in Melbourne, and we we were getting... Buckeyed, right? Yeah. And um, and so at the time, uh, Luke was growing some hops um in his parents' backyard, right? And I think it was um, I think it was a French variety, something to Bourgognon or something like that. Tardif de Bourgogne, Bourgognon, I think it is. And then because we were really pissed, we just called it the French fucker. And I said, you can't call it the French fucker without having a French accent, right? Okay. So we called it Fucker Francais. Okay. <laughs> Wait. And so we're sitting at the pub. What do you mean? Oh, this is turning up on other websites. I know. This is the thing. I know. This is. I haven't got to the end of the fucking story okay, sorry. Yet, right? I just Googled it. Right. And so, and so the thing is, right, is that we're sitting at the pub and I punched this thing on my phone into Wikipedia and I, I, I'm not even read it, right, but I'm pretty sure it would say... Um, it's uh, it's a French variety that's grown in the uh, s- south of Melbourne, yeah. southern part of Victoria, and that sort of thing. First harvest um, in 2010 is ideal for use in yes. Randall device, as invented by Dogfish Head, Dog Head Brewery. Yeah. Um, and and the name is a double entendre when pronounced quickly. Francais, French fucker, right? And so we, I punched this thing into Wikipedia when I was absolutely trolled, right? Absolutely trolled, and um. And then, like, I use Beersmith to do beer recipes. Yeah. Right? And I'm looking at, and I and it was an upgrade to Beersmith, right? And then there was this new upgrade that happened uh, for Australian hop varieties, right? Because it was around the time when Galaxy came out and then there was, like, um, Topaz and Vic, Vic, Vic Seeker, Victoria Seeker, as a call back then. And this bloody Furker Francais fucking appears in Beersmith. And I'm thinking, where the fuck did this come from? Right, and then all of a sudden, it's everywhere. I can I can embed this in our bloody episode because I've got embed code to embed the description. Bloody, it's unbelievable. It's on Beer Maverick, and that and that picture, right? That picture that's in the Wikipedia page. That's us at the fucking pub. At the tap wait, house. what picture? Hang on, wait up, wait, wait. There's a picture that says Furco hops in a beer glass. Brilliant. 
It just That's, fucking exploded. And no one's noticed this in twenty two in twelve years. No one's no one's even questioned it. That's but because it's like because it's on Wikipedia, people think that it's fucking true. But it's That's not. It's insane. bullshit. Well, what's this? What's this beer maverick site? Because I've just like got it up there and I've embedded it in our website. Beer maverick show notes. So so literally, it's a it isn't. It's like oh, Marco Franco, French. Wow, I want to see if this works. It's, it's amazing. Like, it's like I was drunk ten years ago, and now it's literally everywhere. It's on hopslist.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everyone's writing about it. Oh, my God. I've embedded it in our episode. Oh, that's a nice little embed thing, too. Check this out. Oh, you probably can't see this. We'd have to publish it first. It embeds all the stats. Where? All the alpha acids, beta acids, cohomulone, whatever that is. Where? In the Google Doc? No, no, not the Google Doc. Our, like, website, like the show notes for the episode. Oh, have you published those already? I haven't. I've just got it as a draft, but I just put it in there just now, so... If you go to bossinthebrewer.com, click on episode 47, you will see the stats for Foco Francais embedded from Beer Maverick on this episode. It's a fucking website that's bloody translated it back to French. (laughs) What the fucking shit? Oh, I'm not going to trust Wikipedia with anything ever again. Foco Francais. My God. That's unbelievable. Australian generics from France, Burgundian. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> just, the French fucker has been translated back to French. Oh God. <laughs> That's brilliant. Anyway, Wikipedia is a pretty powerful tool. To it is. Person. And Chuck Hans, a legend, doesn't have a Wikipedia entry. And <laughs> you know how to fix that because you know how to use it. Just, so. Exactly. Fuck, I'm turning him into a. He's already a legend. There's not much more I can add by putting him yeah. on Wikipedia. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so drunk that day. Should we? Um, what time is it? And we're, we're an hour in. Yeah. What do we, we want to get to? Some questions. Yeah. There are that many. Look. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Oh, it's just mine. I haven't looked at that in a while. I just the, the, every time you go back to it, it will go back to it every couple of years. I realize how much more dumber it gets. I was talking to a hop grower the other day. I One day you're going to go back and it's not going to be there and you're going to miss this moment. <laughs> no. uh, God. All right, let's get into these questions. Uh, Hit me. Dave Croft says, wait, Chuck retired. Why is there no link? Because I did fuck all research. That's why. Um. It's on uh, Beer and Brewer magazine, right? All right. Link, I'll link it in the show notes then. Um, we, yeah, we got fuck, we got fucking questions. We got basically none other than Paul says, where's the F1 segment gone? Nothing yeah, since well, early August. That. And he called me up for Mazda Spin coming back. Yep. That was, that was just a fail. That was me just scrolling over Twitter too quickly. Yeah. And it was bullshit. So... You're welcome. Um, Praditsky update. Did you get my message about the 15th? Yes. Is that going to work? Of September. It's next Friday. Is it next Friday? It's next Friday. It's Sounds next. good. Oh, no, no, sorry, the 16th. Did I say the 15th? 16th, next Friday. Okay. Um, 
Not confirmed yet, but I'll be in Brisbane. And okay. I figure that's the best place to do it because you're there and the most of the 12 are probably there. Okay. Well, why don't we get, if you're listening to this and you're one of the 12, pencil it into your um, uh, calendar, Black Ops 3, Friday the 16th of September in the year 2022 of our Dan. Yep. And, um, yeah, come and have a grods. We'll do a little meetup. A, a ziski, a quick ziski. And we'll and we've got to we've got to actually put it in the group because it's ready to go. It's done, it's packed, it's tasting well, good. I've got one. Go and confirm it with your tap room and then create an event in the group. Yes, okay. I will. It sh- it shouldn't be a problem, but I'll confirm it tomorrow and yes. um Friday would be sweet, and then we can have a couple of grods. I don't know about a live podcast might be too hard, but nah, we'll just nah, have nah. beers. Beers, beers. Yeah, we'll just have beers. Sweet. Come and awesome. have a beer with us. If you've been hanging out in the Facebook group, incidentally, that's facebook.com forward slash group sports slash boss and the brewer. Um, come and have a beer with us live. Both yes, of and, us. and I've got um, at two the same or three time. shirts left over. So we'll get You're sick. We'll, whoever size? wants a shirt, just ask me. Large, I think. I sent someone okay. to uh, Fuller, Darren yeah. Fuller. I sent one to him and he was stoked. Yeah. And then I think I might have two or three left. So I'll bring them. And if you're large. Great. It's, it's a it's a free the, deal. Yeah, that's it. Do it. Yeah. Um, Keen. What if what if someone comes with a Dixon flannel? Maybe they get if they're wearing a Dixon flannel. Mm. How about everyone has to wear a flannel? Okay. If you're wearing a Dixon flannel, you automatically get a free shirt. Is that too much? I need to buy a flannel, dude. You don't own a single flannel. I don't own a single flannel. Fuck's sake! You better <laughs> you better win this over under thing now. <laughs> No, I'll go get one. Where's a good place to buy cheap flannels? Not Dixon. I don't have eighty bucks. Uh, oh, cheap one anyway. Big W, Kmart, easy. Yeah, radio. Yeah, eight bucks, ten bucks. Which I don't know. Which color should I get? Which oh, sorry, which job? Packaging, accounts. I just I, um, I think I'd go the dry hop myself because it's universal. Straight up dry hop. That's what I'd go. But, okay. Um, <laughs> you got to be careful with the big W and Kmart ones. Like you notice, you notice the level of. You try to get too are. fancy with those fancy colors like the accounts one. Yep. It's going to look shitty. You got to go Dixie yeah, right those ones. Okay. Your simple black and red. It's straight up dry hopping. So. You're fine. I think so. You should be. Okay. But I mean, I don't fuck with Big W Kmart flannels. Hey, you know, there's some really interesting um, events coming up this week. I was just thinking. What's coming up? Um, so um, tomorrow night. At Brewski Bar in Brisbane is the Moffat Beach and Revel East Coast West Coast collab. Well, they did two separate beers, sort of thing. Oh, nice! One of the three Maddie Wilsons. One of the three Maddie Wilsons in the Australian brewing industry. Yeah, the guys from Revel were down and, and at our this week too. It's too, too many mats. Too many mats. Yeah. And then um, this weekend uh, is QABC judging the Queensland Amateur Brewing um, Competition. That's judging where, it's on Friday night and Saturday at Ballistic in Salisbury. Nice. Um, if you are in the 12 uh, and you fancy yourself as either a steward or a judge, they are looking they are, they are looking for people. They need people to help judge. So if you want to, and stick this in the show notes, mate. Um, uh, next, comp, to the, next to the French comp. fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Details. Comp.qabc.org.au. Uh, go and get yourself registered Just and uh, be a steward. Type it or a to judge. me. Don't say it to me. Are you actually going to send it to me? 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Right there. Okay, there you go. That's good. Would you like me to say HTTPS colon slash Don't say slash. anything. Definitely don't say colon. Um, but <laughs> no, <laughs> just copy and paste. That's that's how it's done. All right. On so that note. Go on, go on, register, and uh, there'll be beers, and come and have a beer with me. Judge a beer. I've entered. I'm not going to say what I've entered because I don't want to influence any judges, but I only enter one homebrew competition in the year. Um, So here's a bet for the uh, thing. Okay. Hendo wins a medal in the QABC. Any colour? Well, I would both both probably vote yes for that. Uh, No, because I entered my Hellas last year and got a 42 out of 50. It's like a... Well, almost world class score. Still didn't medal. There was three Hellas's better than, than the one that I brewed. Oh, it's a different, different criteria. The first, it's a first, second, third competition. Oh, like, I see. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you're not going to vote no, are you? In this competition right now, you're not going to vote. I'm going to, well, no, I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? I'm fine. Yeah. That, I'll, I'm I'll not happy it. with the beer. Okay. Well, okay. but maybe I'm just being typical brewer, just getting dirty on my own but... beer. Uh, all right, over okay, over under prediction for indies. Wow, this is just there's so many, so much gambling happening right now. Oh, yeah, all that money changing hands. How, um, <laughs> hey, it's a, 80 bucks for a Dixon Pleno. Yeah, all right, yeah. This beer is bloody delicious. Um, how long before you find out the results of that? Oh, that day, it's that day, it's okay, yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah, end of the day. Good. Well, then we'll have we'll know two. for next week. Good. We'll have two results, hopefully, for the next episode. There you go. All right, mate. Enjoy the rest of that beer. Thanks, man. Love your work. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Cheers, mate.